0: The mission of the podcast is to share the groundbreaking moments that shape all of our lives. Everyone has a story, and The Influentials is here to give you the platform to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of yours. We're back. Welcome back to episode 22 I can't remember, 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. We're super professional around here. Um, but we have a super, super extraordinary guest today. It is our first male influential. I so, like being yeah. the first. <laughs> um, so wonderful. He came with a crew. So I mm-hmm. will introduce you in a minute um, our guest superstar. But we also have Kim Small with us, who's the athletic trainer for Long Branch High School district, District. Mm -hmm. my bad. And Jamie um, Hayes is the equipment manager, right? So I'm going to let you guys give a little snippet about what y'all do and how come you're here besides your boss told you to come. Um, And then we'll get into the superstar at the table.
1: Okay. So whoever wants to go, go first. So I'm the athletic trainer. Um, I'm a graduate from Long Branch. Um, I played sports in Long Branch and then I was influenced by my athletic trainer. So I ended Sweet. up coming back and becoming an athletic trainer coincidentally in my own town. Oh, nice. um, and with the job comes the equipment manager position. So okay. um, it just keeps me busy. Sweet. And influential. Nice. <laughs> good. Well, we're gonna
0: dig into that in yes. a minute.
2: I also am an alumni of Long Branch. Mm-hmm. I actually managed football, basketball, and baseball when I was in school, mm-hmm. and I managed for quarterly Oh!
3: When I coached.
2: When he nice. coached, yes. So we've been at this for quite some time together. Then I came back as the assistant equipment manager doing all the uniforms for all high school and middle school sports.
0: So it truly does bleed green
2: in this room right now. It does. At least on that side of <laughs> yeah, the table. Mm-hmm.
0: So, all right, so Mr. Corley, I know you as Jason. I don't really know you as Mr. Corley. So I'm gonna let you talk about your accolades um, and then I'm gonna get into why I invited you here. So tell everybody a little bit about hmm. you and what
3: you do. Well me? Um, my name is Jason Corley. Um, Also a graduate from Long Branch, Mm -hmm. uh, alumni, graduate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I've been athletic director now for 10 years, so a decade. I've been working in the district over 23 years. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as accolades go, uh, I received a number of awards, Mm -hmm. did a lot of chicken dinners. (laughs) Um, I was athletic director of the year Mm -hmm. last year. 2018 Jer- Jersey Scorpion. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah, not done yet. Not done yet. Might, right. Just Might.
0: remember we're here for an hour. Okay. So. That's it.
4: <laughs>
3: I don't mind talking.
4: Okay. Um,
3: but I, I received a lot of um, acknowledgement from uh, a lot of community organizations. I'm a part of a lot of community organizations mm-hmm. in Long Branch. Um, I'm a, a Mason. Uh, I'm a part of the Long Branch Elks, um, part of the Ocean Board Lions Club. Um, I'm very active in the athletic director community. Um, I'm a member of the National um, Membership Organization for athletic administrators um, on the state executive board for athletics in New Jersey. I'm on the Affleck to Shore Conference, which is uh, made up of 47 high schools in Ocean and Monmouth County. I'm on the executive committee there, um, so I help make the rules for the state and our conference. Um, You know, I do a lot. Uh, I could keep going. I wish I brought some paperwork (laughs) with me. Uh, Just to go back to uh, the community organizations, Mm -hmm. I've been honored uh, by the NAACP. Um oh. uh help me out you guys but man, the La- Latino American <laughs> yeah. Association um I was featured on the front page of the Asbury Park Press wow. as seven of the black seven black leaders in the shore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I was also featured in a national athletic magazine um four pages so okay. you know some special talk they had a lot to say about me
4: as <laughs> most do um,
3: and i could say in my tenure as the athletic administrator i sent more students to division 1 schools than oh, wow. uh, my predecessors mm-hmm. so um, i think we're doing doing a great job there
4: Wonderful. Absolutely. And just to
3: talk about these two ladies I brought with me, Miss mm-hmm. um, Small came. Uh, she, when she interviewed, after I saw her resume and I seen it was from Long Branch, and it, I'm not racist or anything like that. <laughs> and the fact that she was a little tanner than. <laughs> All the other applicants, um, I knew right away <laughs> I had to hire. So I didn't really hear her questions. To be honest with you, I don't know if she was a good interviewer or <sighs> not. But <you> know, don't <laughs>
4: to tell. Be honest, get, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> don't tell my boss. Don't tell my <laughs> boss. Oh yeah. And uh, Miss Hayes, you know, like I said, I knew Miss Hayes as she, when she was a kid. So, wow. and she was always a hustler back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember days like Saturday mornings. Uh, with the attendance, and and I had a couple of episodes in front of her as well where I had to discipline some student athletes. So she has some secrets she's holding on to.
0: <laughs> but, uh, I have no doubt.
3: Yeah, great. You know, I got a great cast with me. And, you know, uh, I try to promote them as much as I promote myself. Because I feel like if they're shining, I'm shining. If they're winning, mm-hmm. I'm winning. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't I'm not here by myself.
4: Right. You know, they,
3: sure. they 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 propelled me here. They don't know it, but now it's me trying to get back so they can be better and bigger than I am. Well right. as long as they get big, I get bigger. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know so. you gotta build from the bottom up and that's oh, that's right. what I try to do, mm-hmm. you know.
0: All right. All right. Well, that was a great wow. episode. So... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... I don't mean to diminish anyone's accomplishments, that is extraordinarily impressive. And mm-hmm. I say this all the time on the Influentials, what we do professionally is amazing and we're going to dig a little into that. But part of what we do at the Influentials is all of the stuff that you didn't talk about. So okay. how it got you to, I know you can smile about it, this, this is what makes you influential. Mm-hmm. Um, so how you got to where you are, mm-hmm. I'm always interested in how people have landed in the chairs that they're in.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I do want to start with, you know I handpick the people that come on as a guest, right, because they're have been people who have been extremely influential in my life, both Mm -hmm. professionally and and personally. I appreciate
3: Um, the invitation.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, So you have been very influential in my life in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. And and I can co-sign the testament that you probably don't even realize the same way these ladies probably don't realize. Um, However, I want to talk about So I understand how Long Branch works. I'm not from Long Branch, but I've lived in Long Branch for 15 years. So I get Long Branch pride. I can't go anywhere without somebody with a varsity jacket on from 1962 and yelling about the state champions for you. Like, I get it. And I'm all about it. However, how come Long Branch? Like, was the only reason you came back to Long Branch because it's Long Branch or what is why why long branch
3: um to be honest with you um <clears throat> i came back to long branch because it was really the first job i could get you know um, um, when i played sports here in long branch i was uh, you know, I want to be modest, but I was—I was kind of a big deal. Let
4: <laughs> me <laughs> like look
3: that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. That's it. 1994. Talk about that. They know. Um, so, I
0: just recently learned that he was voted the most likely to do everything, and yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe most yeah, conceited too.
0: Yeah. I mean,
3: no yeah. Coach King got that one. Oh, that, that was good um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting warm. in yeah, here. Yeah,
0: it is. It's and this down. ain't nothing yet. You just wait.
3: <laughs> but um. I came back, I was in college, I started subbing, and I guess I was doing a decent job, and I was uh, one of my old administrators slash coaches came up to me and talked to me about a, um, a position. Um, I was still working, so I started as a, a safe school, uh, quarter a type of position while I was still in school, so I was commuting back and forth in the off-season. Um, Because I was still playing football at that time in college and um, the position opened, they gave it to me, you know, they talked about benefits and all that thing. I didn't know nothing about it. Um, At that time I was having my first son, so I was 22 years old at the time. So. they said the benefits is a good thing so i said <laughs> I, I I'd rather have money, but if you say you know as I got older, I realized the benefits is is more valuable than the cash yeah. um facts so I started that route um as a safe school and then I just started i had dislocated my knee in a game um which hindered my my football career. Um, I did still try out for the New York Jets. I went to a tryout, um, but I just wasn't the same. Um, so I started working in the district full time. And at that time, you know, it was a good thing. And I just just kept doing my thing. I started mm-hmm. subbing um, as a custodian as I was working full time. So I was working full time as a quarter aide. Then I started subbing at night as a, a custodian. And um, then I got hired as a full time. I think I graduated from college. I got my teaching degree. Then I went on, I tore fifth grade over at it's called Morris Avenue School, but it was Anastasia School at the time. And then um, that's it. I went from there to the alternative school and then um, history, that's history.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so if teaching wasn't always part of the plan, then no okay so then so then how did that happen like i understand what you just said but like I don't feel like just you just wake up and go i think I'm a teach well, like i don't I never woke up and said well it's just that. like any
3: other thing <laughs> i i feel like no you know everybody has dreams and say mm-hmm. hey I want to do this when I grow up but it doesn't work out that way right mm-hmm. so you wind up falling into a you know, maybe a job, right. um, and then when you fall into that job, you just want to grow within that system. Mm-hmm. So I I started to learn about education and, and what routes I can take to make more money, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, uh, that was the goal, to make mm-hmm. more of money. Course. Right. It wasn't about was I happy at what I was doing, but just working with kids make you happy. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I had other summer jobs where I didn't work with kids, and I felt like I was old when I was young, but working with the kids, I feel like um, they keep me young, you know, they keep me um, where I know things, you know, my own kid, yeah, current. current with what's going on, you know, my swagger, they keep my swagger right. So I know if I come to work and I'm not looking mm-hmm. right, you know, I bite off on it. Oh, I like those shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, I might buy them, not wear them to school because I don't want the kids to think I'm corny, but <laughs> I wear them around my people, people <laughs> my age. And I say I'm cool. All oh, right, mm-hmm. right. So um, I kind of just fell into place and just kept going from there. I went right. back and just got more certifications. I went back and got two masters, a mm-hmm. uh, master's in education, then I got a master's in educational leadership, and that's me.
0: So, at The Influentials, we call those groundbreaking moments. So, the shift in the trajectory of your life, so the knee injury and the change and everything, we call that groundbreaking. So, um, So, for me, it's interesting that, you know, well okay so I believe that your path is your path regardless of what what happens right so I'm curious though so I'm just gonna press pause on you for a second so I'm curious though how he has shaped where you all are at before I go after that groundbreaking moment like how how has he influenced where you are now how do you his story having just heard all of that stuff like how does that influence y'all Or does it not? Because you could say Um, that too.
1: It's he's relatable because, Mm -hmm. again, not to talk about race, but like, you know, the whole thing with feeling like you might be inferior because of the color of your skin or something you can't do. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as so, when I first came here to Long Branch, it was my first time as a trainer. Um, alone, I always worked as an assistant, and now I'm like in charge. Right. Um, no confidence. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I can't do this alone. I can't speak to people. I can't call the shots. And sometimes you had to show a lot of tough love. But it was like you have to do this even when I didn't <laughs> want to. Right. And I felt like, oh, I didn't want to lose my job. I didn't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. So it pushed me to do it. Right. And then eventually became comfortable. So like mm-hmm. when I first started, I probably would have never done a podcast or right. speak in front of a group <laughs> at a coaches right. meeting. Now right. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is what we, I'm not saying that I'm super confident and I'm running the show right, right, like hundred percent, right. but mm-hmm. things have shifted because I was pushed by my athletic director who supported me Mm -hmm. believed in me, brought me in. And even if we butt heads, you know, it's Mm -hmm. natural. Mm -hmm. Um, We always, like, come back to ground zero and do what we got to do because we are here to take care of the kids. I think primarily, athletics aside, it's really about, like, how we influence the kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. mean to keep using the same word, but Mm -hmm. that is really important. That's what it is. is. And that's honestly Mm -hmm. what keeps me... Still at Longbridge right, because right. there are t- days where I was like I'm done, right, right. But then I'm like mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. because there's that one kid who comes in and says, Miss Small, thank you for listening to me or doing that oh. for me, and it's like okay, right, right. I'm gonna be around for a little while. And, mm-hmm. and I made
3: nice. you know that's, I made a funny or a joke about uh, Kim's race mm-hmm. uh, being black, but I, I I do I am sincerely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean it because she is the only black athletic trainer in the short conference. Mm -hmm. And maybe throughout the state, there may be no more than five, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. So, you know, I do push Kim Mm -hmm. and I try to do it, you know, um, where I have to be a boss because I look at Kim as like my little sister. but I, I do have to treat her just in case one day I'm not here, mm-hmm. how another boss would treat her, mm-hmm. and I want her to succeed because, you know, as a, a you know a black individual, she may not get the second chance like some of our counterparts,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and um, you know even though Miss Hayes is. Light skin, we call her light skin. <laughs> um,
1: Princess of the hood, exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I push her too. You know, mm-hmm. I push her too to fill in my sentences, to do the little things that I know she understands because mm-hmm. she's been around me long enough. Um, so I try to push them both, and and Miss Hayes will probably tell you I yell at her the most, and that's that's because she's. She's been around me long Mm -hmm. enough to understand that I don't mean it. I just want everything to be perfect Mm -hmm. and I don't want nobody, me being the only black athletic director in the Sure conference. You know, there's a lot of eyes on the athletic department Mm -hmm. in general. So, you know, we, we, we don't have the room to say, I forgot, you know, whereas somebody else can, you know, so I try to make sure that we do things, We do the little things better than anybody else. Mm
4: -hmm. So when the
3: big things occur, they're not big at all. Right. You know, from the people outside looking in.
0: Well, so, I mean, so as a leader myself, mm-hmm. disappointments are just part of the game. I mean, you're not gonna be perfect all the time. It's just impossible. No um, one is gonna be perfect. Um, I know, I know <laughs> that dims your halo, but um, but we can't be. So how do you yeah. manage when there's a disappointment? Whether it's somebody who reports to you that's disappointing mm-hmm. or just, they just happened because it's life.
3: Well, they know, I tell them, we, we spend most of our time at work. So while we're at work, we're gonna have fun. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna have fun at work. As long as we get the job done, Mm-hmm. There's really no disappointment or somebody not finishing anything or not completing the job, you know. So that's how I look at things. I know things happen, and I think we adjust well on the fly mm-hmm. when things go down. You know, I tell, my secretary st- tells me all the time, why don't you seem bothered?
4: Because
3: mm-hmm. I said, listen, it's only a mistake when you put it in the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't a mistake. If you come to me and say, I messed up,
4: right. then it's mm-hmm. a
3: mistake. Now, if you mess up and fix it, you know, you can tell me that if you want, but where, where are we going from there? We don't have nobody to tell. You know, we know people outside our department, because athletics, let's say, it's a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't get me wrong, getting A's and B's, parents love that, but if you're a parent with an athlete, guess what you're thinking about, scholarship. Mm-hmm. So if my kid is not playing, I don't care, or not even scholarship, that hood recognition. Mm-hmm. I think somebody said that earlier, mm-hmm. uh, calling Miss Hayes the hood queen or princess or whatever the case may be. <laughs> is
4: but, that on your actual badge for school
0: too? Yes. Okay, yeah, I love it.
3: But you know, a lot of parents live through mm-hmm their kids, you know, and a lot of parents that may may not have been stars in high school, right, may not have been the star. And their kid is shining a little bit. They want to walk around the stands and have people say, hey, that's that's his parent, that's his father, that's his mother. So, you know, I deal with those attitudes, you know, Um, we could call them all day because my coaches called you know, parents and let them know that the kid is failing and possible suspension. They won't come in to the school to say, Hey, you know, my kid is failing English, what we're gonna do about it? They won't come to school for that. But they will come to school when they hear their kid is not playing. Right. You know. Oh, your kid going to sit two games. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mr. Corey, we're, we're not. having that. We gotta fix that. Oh well, he's failing three classes. He'll be all right. <laughs> you know. So those... well, I'm
0: glad that you brought up that example because as a spectator at Long Branch Sports, it's a rough room. You know, it is. It is an uncomfortably rough room as just another parent. Right. So. How do you manage that? Because there's some tough, I've been in Long Branch schools mm-hmm. enough as a parent, so obviously I'm on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. but this is a rough crowd. And the reputation is the same. You know, There are towns that I have friends that come to Long Branch to play sports because of whatever reason, I don't understand all the politics around it. But mm-hmm. at any rate, they're like, Joy, there's no joke over there. I said, yes, I know, you gotta be careful. I mean, they say some crazy stuff. It is no mm-hmm. joke. Um, So how do you, I mean, how overall do you handle that, though? Like, that's got to wear on you. Like, we work with adults with disabilities. So we got some people who get fired up as well Mm -hmm. um, and threaten us and call us all kinds Mm -hmm. of names. So I know how we kind of manage that. But for y'all, it's different. It's a very different situation to be the public educators versus, you know, we're dealing with adults. Y'all are not.
1: I think it goes back to having, like, the team. Mm -hmm, Right. Because if I say something to a kid whether they're hurt they can't play for whatever reason i have to reprimand them i know that if the parent comes in going crazy mr crowley's gonna back me up mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or even if miss hayes says no you can't get a uniform because you're not cleared mm-hmm. the kids will come to me and say i need my uniform i'm like what did miss hayes say right, like, right. we back <laughs> each other up. over the, okay.
2: the lines of communication are constantly open right so I'm like sure if something are. goes down mm-hmm. we'll text him like hey fyi so when the parent comes to him, he already knows what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not blindsided. Right. Mm-hmm. So he can back us.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. And
2: like we've been doing this long enough, where right. Right. I can pretty much answer the question before he does. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, but, that's good. Yeah, that's good. You know,
3: and and just to talk about the communication, I was talking to my secretary this morning, and um, I was telling her about uh, the Martin Luther King um, tournament we just had, and we had. A kid now, mind you, I'm off that day. I just happened to come because I love sports. I love watching basketball. So I came to watch the games. Um, Miss Smalls was hired to work um, that day. And it's it's funny, a kid got hurt. Two kids jumped up in the air super high and fell on their head. The one kid was totally out of it. Mm. And um, even though I wasn't working, Miss Smalls ran out there. She did her thing. She turned, she knew exactly where I was standing, turned, mm-hmm. gave me the signal, mm-hmm. and then we knew how to initiate that emergency um, action plan from there. And right. it just went smooth. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean about the communication. You know, we, we may have our rough patches Rope at patchy. time, but mm-hmm. at the end of the mm-hmm. day, we're here for the kids. We know how to work together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the most important part of what we do. Awesome.
0: Marcia, do you have anything to say? I feel
4: like I'm talking sure. a lot. Sure,
5: um, I wanted to address Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you spoke about um, the reason why you came back to your district, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask you what advice do you have for little girls uh, regardless of the race um you know chasing after their dreams because a lot of times um you see a lot of uh, young ladies who have no confidence um you know they might be told by their parents or friends that hey you're not you're never going to be um you know somebody you're always going to be here you're never going to be able to chase off after your dreams what advice do you have for those um little girls out there that wants to be in the position that you are
1: um the biggest thing is literally surrounding yourself as much as possible Mm -hmm. around people who are Mm like-minded so if i'm around people who don't really want to grow and they're just happy where they are Mm -hmm. i'm literally going to stay at that level right but i was fortunate enough to have family who supported me Mm -hmm. and pushed me Mm -hmm. and um literally didn't want me to give up on what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. There are times where I'm like, I'm not going to be a trainer. I can't be a health professional. Like, I'm from Long Branch. Mm -hmm. That's not me. Like, who does that? Mm -hmm. And my dad's like, this is what you want to do? Who said that you can't Mm -hmm. do it besides yourself? And he was right. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I got to take this. No (laughs) no problem. Um, And he was right about that. Um, Also... Just like my faith Mm -hmm. and things like that and things that I experienced watching other people Mm -hmm. um, go through that Mm -hmm. I I was afraid of going through. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have to do that because if I want this, if I want the nice car, Mm -hmm. I need to get my education. I need to Mm -hmm. get a good job Mm because I'm not going to be selling drugs. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing illegal things. So um, I don't know. It's just, it's easy for me to say it because Mm -hmm. I had a lot of support and I know not everyone has that support. But I do believe that Mm -hmm. you can choose who you mm-hmm. hang around and okay. who you're, um, I hate to use the word again, influences. by. <laughs> yeah. So, and even as we're at my position mm-hmm. right now, I could see, like, I don't even realize how things are rubbing off on right. kids. Yeah. So. so this
5: question could be for, um, you know, anyone that wants to answer, um, but what is the most difficult part of your, um, your job?
3: I would say (laughs) (laughs) I would just say the hours Okay. and you know I just want to go back to Joy's question Mm because I don't feel like we answered it as Mm -hmm. far as uh, the perception of Long Branch Mm -hmm. Um, Long Branch we have that reputation of being a Bad boys and bad oh. girls, or whatever the case may be, but believe it or not, it's mm. not like that at all. What,
0: what was that, Tamika? Did you have something to share? Okay. Oh
3: yeah,
1: uh, Mr. Yeah. Tamika. I said, "Mm-hmm." I'm from <laughs> Neptune. <If> I'm nef- <laughs> now,
3: see Neptune—that's uh, Neptune, another, another story. <laughs> Let's talk a about
1: different it. podcast. Oh. <laughs> don't get oh. be me
3: But um, like I said, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really just a perception. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I call our kids studio gangsters. They don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. There's you know we have the same problems as any other district maybe not as to the extreme you know but um, you know we have the support of our superintendent who you know supports my decisions Um, if I need to make a move on a kid as far as discipline wise you know he's always there to support me Mm -hmm. you know he's high in the chain in his profession. He was superintendent of the year and all that good stuff. And he's as seems like he has a lot of political um, aspirations um, because he's all over the place when you talk about um, social media and stuff like that. We just redid our website, and it's it's amazing. you know. It
0: really is, I have to say. Mm. I was pretty impressed when yeah, I was trying he's... to. However, what's not as impressive is the athletic forms. <sighs> That's a whole separate situation. <laughs> um, but the website itself. That's
2: not us. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> I'm like,
0: I keep clicking here, and it's yeah. not bringing me anywhere. But anyway, that I digress. But the website does look pretty. <laughs> they, they have amped up their game. Yeah, I, will, I will agree he's with with that. He's a tech
3: guy, you know. He's yeah. a very tech guy. Um,
0: So So I feel like part of the issue, and I feel like I can say this because I've lived in Long Branch for so long, is that I feel like people have two different perceptions. They either perceive us, and I'm going to say us, Mm -hmm. as hood, or they perceive us as wealthy. And so then they get confused when they see all of the people that are in between because mm-hmm. the majority of us live in between that world. Right. So that is the issue that people I think roll into. They expect mm-hmm. that you're living in a million dollar condo on the beach and they don't realize that there's all of those streets in between yeah. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. have regular houses with regular people doing regular things. So right. I've gotten that when people are like, Oh, where do you live? I'm mm-hmm. like long branch or I'll hear people say, but I'm in North end. I'm over on. And I'm like, why do you have to quantify it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, Oh, I live in, like, I don't you know, I don't I don't get it. But I think that that adds to some people's perception who don't live in Long Branch Mm -hmm. because they they can't they can't understand the juxtaposition between those two things, Uh, you know. So that's part of the
3: issue. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, the section I lived in, they called it the jungle back then, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Central Avenue and Rockwell um, and Liberty Street. So it's like a box. Miss Moore lived.
1: I was high streets. So I was sh- I
3: school. Oh, in by the high South school.
2: End. South yep.
3: End. Um,
2: I lived in the white section. <laughs> I was in Elbron. <laughs>
3: oh yeah oh, that's yeah, that's, where, that's, yeah. The white, yeah.
0: that's super white that's super white it's
3: really it's a lot of money yeah so, that's uh, when
0: people are like I'm in West End I'm like
2: yeah. you're in Long Branch yeah. just <laughs> stop saying that. like I can't so,
3: you have a nice park yeah but,
2: <laughs> I, so I'm actually one of five I have four brothers mm-hmm. two biological two adopted my two mm-hmm. adopted brothers happen to be black mm-hmm. when they first moved in my mother went door to door and notified everybody on the street like oh, if wow. they forget their key mm-hmm. and you see a black kid hopping through the window it's my son don't worry about it it's right. fine mm-hmm. What? Wow. Ooh, wow. And he would forget his key often and pop the screen out the bedroom window and That's right. and, and get in that way. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to need you to just hold on to your key. Right. Somebody's wow. going to call the cops. Mm-hmm.
3: That's and the funny thing is one of her brothers, when I, I transferred, when I left high school, I went to Connecticut to play football, but I wound up transferring to Keene. And my senior year at Keene, her brother, which is one of the... Black (laughs) one. (laughs) African-American. I don't know know how you want to say it. Happened to play with me that Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And her father was actually at the game. It was at Cortland State University where I got my knee dislocated. Mm -hmm. So that's funny how everything goes in a circle. Yeah. It is a small That's world. wild. Uh-huh. That's
0: wild. I mean, I have never, I haven't experienced anything like that, but my house seems to be the catch all for everybody. So at any given time, I've got like six teenagers in my house. Uh-huh. So pray for me. And you, <laughs> <laughs> and you pray. Pray for me. Um, and it's diverse. I mean, I made the choice when my oldest, who's now 19, was. Three when he was old enough to get into the free preschool because mm-hmm. I ain't make no money. I was like they got a what? Um, but I grew up in Homedale, so we didn't have anybody of color. A- anyone? There was one young lady, and she lasted in my high school three days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was horrible what they did to her. And you know, I'm younger than you, but it's still the '90s, so it's we're not. You know, um, but I chose I have
3: Long no Ranch. Money living at Homedale.
0: Huh? No, <laughs> well, I grew up in Humburn. I now. had to think about it for a minute. <laughs> I did kind of beat that yeah. a little bit. I'm, well, having, I'm having trouble
3: paying the toll in Humburn.
4: <laughs>
0: First of all, that's a misperception. Not everybody in Homedale is rich. But however, once I graduated Homedale High School, I left Homedale Mm -hmm. and therefore lived in poverty for the the bulk of my adult life. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is that I picked Long Branch intentionally for the diversity. Mm -hmm. And my family, who are off the boat Italians, Mm -hmm. were like, what do you mean? Why would you want to do that? And I'm like, because the real world has a lot of colors. The real Mm -hmm. world has a lot of faces. So they need to know that. Mm Because Not that I came out of high school like, oh my God, there's color." Like it wasn't like that, but I didn't know it was just different. It was not what I was used to. And I was received in a way that was not always welcoming, you know, because it goes both ways. It is not just one way. And I I know that's like a hot topic, but it really goes both ways. I have lived in Long Ranch a long time and gotten a lot of hate for the color of my skin, too, because it's like, you know, you get a lot of people who say a lot. And I'm looking at you because I feel like you feel me, Um, you know, so. (laughs) So I say all of that to say, like, we, we, we all battle that, right? Like it's, it's, it's a battle and we fight those perceptions Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And I fight that as a woman in our industry, because there's not a lot of women, um, not in leadership. And Mm -hmm. there's certainly not a women a lot of women who step out and do their own thing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's rough to make a move like that. So, so I can appreciate that not from the color of my skin so much, but from Mm -hmm. my gender for sure. It is Mm -hmm. an issue, um, across the board. So Mm -hmm. I have a couple other questions but you got y'all have anything? Tamika, you look deep in thought.
1: <laughs> I'm just taking it all in.
0: <laughs> Marcia? Um,
5: you can go, go ahead and ask right. questions. I'll think about it. Um,
0: so we have asked you how you've influenced the people around you, but who has been influential to you? Um,
3: <clears throat> as a child or as an adult?
0: Whatever whatever you I want mean, to I mean, as a
3: child, um, I had an uncle who played sports and I guess he kinda introduced me to sports. I mean I started playing sports at the age of like four and I you know, very good at every sport I played to be honest with you. And I'm not just saying that to sound good. Tamika says you want to look it up,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, doc-
3: it's documented, trust me. I was
4: about to say we're uh, find that. Uh, <laughs> right.
3: You know, uh, believe it or not, my best sport was baseball. Mm. I was a, a, a great baseball player. And I, I'm mad at myself because I quit baseball because it was, I was so good at it, I was bored. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quit to go to a party. You know, I was young then and I had to party, i get my party on. But my uncle, you know, he was a great athlete, basketball player, football player. He wound up going into the military, but he was the person I looked up to uh, the most. And I always say I wanted to be like him. Um, He now lives in California. He actually went to California um, from when he finished up at the military. Um, And he has two, two kids who are Division One, well, were Division One athletes. My mm-hmm. uh, son, Little Phil, um, played at the University of Idaho uh, football, and his daughter went to Florida A&M for volleyball, uh, and they were outstanding athletes. So, you know, uh, I would say he was influential on them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as an adult, I guess my father who I didn't have a great relationship with. But he was home. You know, he was in the house. I had two mm-hmm. parents. You know, I'm proud of it, you know. And I'm still a thug. Ah. Not nah, me stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, but my father, we didn't have a great relationship. I was a mama's boy. Uh, my <laughs> father just, he was he went to work, you know, talk to him when he get home. <laughs> You make too much noise. He was yelling. <laughs> that bah.
4: sound like me yeah. when I get home. Yeah, <laughs> so,
3: but you know, as a kid growing up, I'm like, you know, I hate that. We're really doing, can we yeah, kick him out? You know. <laughs> but as I got older, and now as a, a a father myself, and as a grown man, the lessons that he taught me
4: mm-hmm.
3: that I didn't realize were lessons, you know, to work hard. Mm-hmm. To he always cleaned his car, right you weren't allowed to That's move where you get in his car <laughs> yeah you wasn't allowed to move in his car like you, you know you had to keep your feet on the mat you couldn't <laughs> touch the dashboard you couldn't touch it oh couldn't God. do nothing um, you know and he worked That's all the bad. time so you know I kind of <laughs> picked that up from him um, which is good i have a great relationship with my son but i'm not like that father that's real like even when I hug my sons it's still a little awkward to them Mm
4: -hmm.
3: (laughs) but I hug them a lot you know what I
4: mean
3: Uh, so they're like that what's going on (laughs) Um, but yeah I guess my father
4: Nice. nice
0: thank you anybody else want to share people Tamika Marcia anybody
5: Oh, I want to get back
0: to my question. Oh, yeah, go, 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 go. I don't think any of
5: you had answered. Um, I had I'm asked trying. what is the most difficult part of your um, of your day? Oh, just the, the time. Job. You had said time. time. Yeah, okay. Anybody time. Else?
3: We, put, uh, we put in a lot of time.
5: All right. So it's your date. So your days are pretty yeah. much very long.
3: My, I come in yeah. eight o'clock and mm-hmm. usually leave like about, depending on what sport, like this season, the winter season is the longest mm-hmm. and it's the latest. So I could come in at 8 and leave like about 10.30.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, Miss Maul comes in at 10.30 every okay. day and leaves at the end of mm-hmm. practices, which can go 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or if we have a wrestling match like we do tonight, we know tonight's a late night. Uh, we're going to be there. It doesn't start till mm-hmm. 6.30, yeah. 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there till about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm.
5: And I also wanted to ask you a question. Um, It's pretty similar to the question that I had asked her, uh, with regards to a lot of, especially African American young men who are growing up in homes without fathers. Um, What advice do you have for those um, young men who uh, are, you know, influenced by, you know, the bad crowd and, you know? influences that are out there that are not good. Um do you come across some of those um students all the time
4: all and the what time. are the
5: advice that you give them because a lot of times um as i mentioned there's no father at home mm-hmm. and they really rely on their friends and sometimes they get kind of drawn into the wrong crowd.
4: Mm-hmm. So well.
5: what is your advice, you know, in terms of, you know, keeping their eyes on the prize and making sure that um, you know, they walk, you know, in a straight line, so to speak, and don't get uh, pulled in the wrong direction.
3: When it comes to my job, I'm very militant mm-hmm. with the, the athletes. Even when I coached, mm-hmm. um, you know, I coach my team, when they're in the locker room, no one comes out, and I'm not making this up. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of people like to talk just to talk, mm-hmm. and I've been that other person sitting in the seats listening to people talk, and they mm-hmm. tell you how great they were. <laughs> but um, I was always a militant, coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to tell them eye to neck. We never walked nowhere freely. We always walked in straight lines. Even when I taught, we walked through always Eye to neck. Kids knew what that meant. You know, your eyes on the person in front of your neck is tall as oh, the shortest. Oh, eye to neck. I'm <laughs>
0: I'm like, what to is, neck. is he saying? What is that word? Right, yeah, got it.
3: so, um, <clears throat> you know, I tried to give them discipline. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, At all times, when we walked out the locker room, no one walked out by themselves. Mm -hmm. We walked out as a team. You know, one thing I hate is to see one athlete come out the locker room running around chasing girls or whatever the case may be. Then you have a locker room full of everybody else. You know, I let them know we're only as strong as the weakest chain. Mm -hmm. So when one person, when everybody's dressed, we all come out at the same time and we line up against the wall. When I was a facilitator, before I became uh, the athletic director, I ran the fourth floor, um, which is where the freshmen were. And I used to run a group called the pride group. And I used to have all the kids that were flagged as you better watch out. You know, Mm -hmm. they're going to grow up to be gangsters or or, or drug dealers or whatever the case may be. And at that time, we had a homeroom and they would come to me for the homeroom and we would talk about life in the future and stuff like that. And I would take them on little field trips to let them see there's more than the poverty they have at home. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking them to Keene University at that time because I have a connection there. The athletic director played football with me at the time so you know i'm real close with him Uh, the football coach you know i played football with him as well when i was in college so you know i have that connection there and they invited us up and you know uh and these kids were freshmen at the time um and they're all minorities Mm -hmm. and uh they couldn't believe that they were on a college campus and just maneuvering like it was and to see me out of character, you know. uh, Wow, you know, you you wear sneakers?
4: (laughs) It's crazy, right? So, you
3: know, we had a good time doing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one thing I do regret is the next year I became the athletic director. And the kids used to always come to me and say, Mr. Coy, can we have a pride group? And, you know, I didn't have the Uh, time. I didn't have the time, you Mm know. I remember this uh, one kid named Alan Fajardo, you know, he was, um, you know, a heavy set but strong built. Um, I guess he was like Korean and black or something like that. Um, but he he got into a lot of trouble, you know, but I still have relationships with them all to this mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan actually had got into some trouble where he got pulled over by the police and called me. Now mind you, he's now about 20 something with mm-hmm. two kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still talk to him and a, a couple of the other ones. Um, but just to really answer your question, the advice I give them is, you know, just see me, you mm-hmm. know, see me, don't let the tie fool you when I right, wear it, right, right. You, know, mm-hmm. you know. And I always let them know, we gotta have different faces, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I, and I tell them to get rid of that pride. Right. you mm-hmm. know um, I'm, I'm a religious guy but not mm-hmm. too religious mm-hmm. you know I do I do put a little fun into the religious mm-hmm. thing uh, I grew up Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. um, but I know there's a verse in the Bible about pride and you know uh it says something like pride and then after pride is your downfall Death. or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that and i try to tell the kids all the time listen man get rid of that pride because it only gets you something negative
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know um, i actually just had that conversation this morning with one of the young ladies who's a little you know rough mm-hmm. in our building right. and she had had a little episode at the mm-hmm. last basketball game and i you know i brought her in and she's actually dating one of our premier football players next year. He'll probably be the best player in the short conference. And, um, you know, we always had a great relationship. When I talk to her, she knows how to come down mm-hmm. immediately. Wow. Um, cool. And not because I yell at her mm-hmm. or come at her. But, you know, just because of my demeanor and my tone. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. She she knows I'm not going to raise with her. Right. right. Rise with her.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but that's pretty much what I tell them. You know, right. just get rid of the pride and, and yeah. do what you got to do and You know, I'm from Long Branch, too. And I always tell if I had somebody Mm -hmm. who can tell me what Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the town wouldn't be called Long Branch no Mm -hmm. more. It'd be I'm going to Jason Cooley town. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that at? Right outside Asbury.
5: (laughs) Well, you know what? I want to say thank you to um, all of you, because um, I think that um, your job is very, very important um, because you, you know, not not just in Long Branch, but all yeah. educators are very impactful to, um, to, you know, to young people, um, even my own children. A lot of times they talk about their teachers and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, um, sport director, mm-hmm. you know, just so influential. So I just want to say thank you, um, you oh, know, thank for you. Um, being there for our children, you know, not just mine, but for everybody else's children out there as well. Absolutely.
0: Y'all have anything else to add before we go into our gratitude stuff?
3: No. Um, just to piggyback, um, I tell my coaches in our coaches meeting that they have more power mm-hmm. than uh, administrators,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, as a coach,
4: right.
3: you know, uh, students or athletes or whatever, if they see a principal or somebody it takes time for them to react or come down from wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. But when they see your coach, mm-hmm. they immediately, yes. immediately,
5: Absolutely. yes,
3: you know, turn off mm-hmm. and stop and go in the other direction. That so, so you mm-hmm. know, and, and I tell them all the time, when you're in Kmart or wherever you're at, Walmart, um, they're not going to say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, that's my English teacher. They're mm-hmm. going to say, hey, that's my coach. Mm-hmm. But even though you're an English teacher, they're going to say, hey, that's coach such and such. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, uh, There's power in sports that people don't like to recognize, but it's inevitable. It you know, is,
5: it is people. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a multimillion billion mm-hmm. or trillion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. And now high school is the same thing.
4: Right. right. You know, yes. um,
3: you may hear talks about paying high school athletes one day. Yeah, you know, so it's that big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you talk about scholarships Mm -hmm. and poverty and things like that, you know, that's what the goal is when Mm -hmm. the parent signs them up, Mm -hmm. you know, my kid is going to get a scholarship and, you know, this training, Mm -hmm. you know, training is making a lot of money if Mm -hmm. you're, you know, athletic train, not athletic trainer, but a trainer (laughs) of that Mm -hmm. specific uh, sports or specialty that they do. Right,
0: right. Well, I mean, my boys were not, um, well, Nathaniel is starting sports this year, so look out. Um, but my older son, like they never did, they only did rec and we didn't, we had, you know, rec experiences. Right. So like, it's just kind of easy breezy. Um, but my older son who had some intention issues and he was playing basketball and he would just cut up all the time. Not intentionally. He was not trying to be a pain, but he was a pain. And I will never forget the coach who was like a young guy. If I had seen him on the street, you would never think that he was somebody who gave a crap about kids. Like, he just did not appear that way. And he really put in an effort to pull Owen aside and talk to him and work with him one-on-one. He would We would meet him at the... Um, Oh, I forget the name of the Bucky James or whatever. We would meet him over there and he would really, I mean, you know, he wouldn't take, I tried to give him Dunkin Donuts card. Like I tried to, nothing. He wouldn't want nothing about it. He just wanted to, you know, and, and that was not our experience because my boys are white. That is not, we didn't get that reception pretty typically in rec. It's just, that's just the reality. So to watch him kind of, and, and Owen will still talk about, that nice coach he had he doesn't remember his name i don't remember his name either but you know it made a really big impression especially for somebody like owen who didn't have good teacher experiences Mm
4: -hmm.
0: so he didn't feel like he had anybody Mm -hmm. but this guy really made an impression on him so Mm -hmm. you know so even people who are not sports people it makes a difference Mm -hmm. it really does. does anything else did we miss anything so I'm gonna have you share where everybody can find you all. I mean, you have so it's Wave Athletics on Instagram.
3: Yeah, Wave Athletics Instagram, Wave Pride, Wave mm-hmm. Pride on uh, Twitter, and Long Brand's Your Athletic favorite. Director on uh, Facebook. Athletic <laughs> Facebook. Department. Long Brand Excuse
0: department. me, Athletic yep. Department.
3: On Facebook. On Facebook.
0: All right. So we always like to wrap up with just an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. So it's just a moment, something that you're grateful for, either on today or not on today that you want to share. Mm-hmm. So, Marcia, you want to start? Sure, I know, just I throw me under the bus. Your, yeah, well, <laughs>
5: so That's uh, what I do. I think um, the um, tragic incident with Kobe Bryant kind of put things in perspective for me. Um, you know, life can change, or things can change within a split second. So I just want, you know, I'm very grateful um, to be sitting here. You know, I'm grateful for you, Joy, um, for, Um, you know, just influencing me and uh, making a difference in my life. Um, Tamika, I am happy that you have started to work at Advocates. Thank you. I am grateful to have you as part of the team, Um, you know, assisting and... um, You know, just just picking up your your
2: calls.
5: (laughs) 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 Right. So the reason why I'm saying that is because life changes. Life can change in a minute. Just be appreciative. Be um, humble. Be Mm -hmm. grateful. Be helpful. Um, Be caring. You Mm -hmm. know, look out for your. um, Be your neighbors. um, What's what's I'm trying to find the word. Be your neighbors' keeper. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't just look out for yourself and your family. If someone is on the street, help. You know, if somebody's asking for help, stop and help. Take a village. Yeah, yeah, it takes a village. Do all things with love. Do all things with love. And just be caring and love each other because we never know what can happen. It can change within a split second. Mm -hmm. Amen.
1: Tamika? Well, I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that you all came and I get to take your picture.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Tanika.
1: <too>, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thankful to be here. You know, I'm thankful that I'm in a position that I am. Um, just talking about, going back to what you said. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend who has no job, mm-hmm. has a daughter, whatever. Yesterday I was able to say, here goes $100. Wow. I don't yeah. want you to tell me that you're hungry again. Mm-hmm. You and your kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that I'm in a position to do that.
5: Oh, wonderful. So mm-hmm. Wonderful.
2: Oh, yeah. that's so so what we talk about taking a sorry. Okay. No, I, I, I'm holding it back. All right,
0: <laughs> <Sorry>.
5: we're
2: good. <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm here today and that Mr. Corley brought us along. Mm-hmm. This is an awesome opportunity and grateful to meet all of you. And Same here. Mm-hmm. I've been in Long Branch for 17 years, and I'm just grateful that I'm able to continue to work with the kids every day. Oh,
5: wonderful, nice. wonderful.
2: And hopefully influence somebody along the way. Absolutely. I'm
5: pretty sure you have. I'm sure you have. I'm, sure you
1: have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for, and this is corny, but love. Mm-hmm. And not I in love like, love. Not, not, not in an affectionate way. Oh my way, God, really. I want to no, high-five five. you. Because <laughs> I realized over the last couple of years that, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be your relationship or anything. Mm-hmm. Love makes me want to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love makes me want to come to work mm-hmm. because I know somebody is waiting for me to do something, give them a Gatorade bar, stretch them out. Mm-hmm. Um, love has helped me forgive. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just opened me up to,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and going off what you said, mm-hmm. like people passing away mm-hmm. and just, right, right. I'm mm-hmm. always like, I would say I lack affection. Right. So I've learned to become open and more mm-hmm. affectionate and show love in other ways and just try for our time here to make the world a little bit peaceful for mm-hmm. that moment because right. you never know what influence you have mm-hmm. on someone. So true, so true. Well said, well said. Thank you.
3: I'm thankful. Um, I'm thankful for Ms. Hayes and Ms. Maul, uh, Mrs. Roberts, uh, my secretary. Uh, I'm thankful to be in the position that I am. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for Joy for giving us the opportunity. Um, I'm thankful just to have the opportunity to continue to grow because mm-hmm. my story is not finished right. and um i can appreciate the sentiment on uh kobe bryant mm-hmm. um because it did it did uh wake a lot of people up your eye open. yeah right. you know we took a lot of th- we take a lot of stuff for granted, for granted
4: absolutely. um
3: so i always try to be cheerful and i make a lot of jokes but inside you know mm-hmm. it's is uh, very serious. You know, I take things, the severity of things in life, I try not to show or or put out there, but, um, you know, I'm just thankful for everything that I have.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, amen to that. Yes. Yes. So, I'm going to say that I'm grateful today for my faith Mm -hmm. because that's the only thing that allowed me to have the courage to do this. So um, Mm -hmm. it is not easy to 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 step out on stuff that is way outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm super grateful for that. And, you know, I'm grateful for everybody that's here. I'm very grateful for um, your friendship, Jason, in my life. That's a it's a huge influence. So I'm just grateful that God gave us the day to do all this today. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's it everybody. It's a wrap. You made it.